Welcome to this episode of ATB at the buzzer. I'm Billy Rubbershoes Corey, and I have Tyler Little Shoes Corey. We're a little thin this week. Adam. Bill and Ty's excellent adventure. <laughs> Adam is on vacation. Timmy was doing a charity event today. And Scotty Dukes is recovering from a tough weekend. So it's just the two of us. And I'm the host of the show this week. So guess what? We're going to be talking a lot about. Who said you were the host? I don't know if I'm the one to press record. So that means. Oh, I'm what a shame. Well, I was at a golf event today and I am so excited because I, I won a door prize of a Bushnell wingman, which is it's a speaker that. It's magnetic, so like when you're in the golf cart, you can click it on the the metal part of the cart, and it so you drive around with it right there. But also, it it has a remote, and you hook it up to an app, and it will tell you the distance that you're from the from the pin. So you just oh, I wonder how far I am. Oh, I'll click this. Up, oh, you're 132 yards. So I'm very excited about that. And another thing I got was this koozie that says talk birdie to me and it's the size for a hard seltzer which is wonderful because i just bought a bunch of them this weekend so you all ready to go never been more ready all right so they they gave us the rain so maybe we should talk wrestling no we won't do that we're gonna we're gonna stick we'll to, save that for our show we never record yeah, sick we're going to stick to our regular sports that we usually do for this. So we're going to start with the Red Sox. Uh, they swept the Orioles this weekend, which they, they needed to do. Yes. And, you know, I've heard some people actually complaining that, you know, they're this. Is, but this is something they need to do when you play bad teams. You need to you beat, gotta beat them, them. especially um, when it's close race like yeah. this. So. Um, going into this weekend on the rubber shoes wrap up Friday morning, I said they need to sweep Baltimore. And if Tampa they listen Bay ends up sweeping their series, then you stay right with them. But if they lose any games, you, you gain a couple. So they actually they gained a couple games there. Uh, the Red Sox are now three games behind the Tampa Bay Rays, and they are tied with Oakland with. Well, it's actually a virtual tie there. Uh, percentage wise, they're they're tied. They're like, uh, I think Oakland's played a couple less games. So they're tied with Oakland for the two wild card spots. So if the playoffs start today, they're in the playoffs. The Yankees are two and a half games behind, and they have a three game series against the Yankees starting tomorrow with a day night doubleheader in the Bronx. They really need to. Um, do well against it. The, the, the Yankees are kind of reeling right now. They had a tough weekend. Um, they had the Field of Dreams game. Did you did you watch any of I that? I did watch that. That was one of the you think, best things to come from generation. baseball. So one you, of the best things to come from baseball in recent. Best concepts, ideas. Yeah, yeah. And it was beautiful to see them choke at the very end with their crappy pitcher. So <laughs> and with the fireworks going, everything was great. Great game. And it was like one of the most viewed baseball games in like 16 years or something like that yeah so yeah oh that's good to hear you say that because uh feel the dreams the movie is my generation it came out in 89 that's the year i graduated so um i love the movie 
and to have them play. So originally when they were talking about, it, I thought they were actually playing on the original field that they built, but they actually, they kept that field is still intact with the house. So the whole movie scene is intact. They built another field in the cornfield yeah, just yeah. for this. And awesome. I guess it's going to be something every year. It was, yeah. um, I, so the uh did you did you watch the beginning of it when uh Kevin Costner was with the opening and the intro yeah, that was yeah. great too. Yeah. I, I thought it was a little long with Kevin Costner walking on like with the music playing. I'm like, all right, what the what the heck's yeah, going on here? But when they you know they had the players come out of the, the cornfield, uh that was that was really good. I don't have, yeah. have you ever seen the, the movie? Yeah, I've seen some of it. Okay, I just just on a quick side tangent, I think. I encourage this with all the, you know, the big four. I think doing something like this every year, like, you know, NHL does the, you know, big arena one. The classic. Yeah, stuff yeah, like that. Like, I, it was a while ago, maybe over a decade, where the NBA, they had that game in, like, the open stadium. Yeah. It was either in a base. They should do more stuff like that. It's really cool, and it brings in a lot of people to watch it. I don't see why you win. So, I know – uh college basketball they've had games out on a, a navy carrier out on yeah yeah i don't i don't think they're actually out to sea i think they're in port but it's still they're playing on the ship which is pretty cool yeah, yeah. i like it uh these concept games i i do like but the problem is sometimes like so it was really successful hopefully they don't drown us with, with oh, yeah. too much of it you know, it's good. It's the okay, same thing every year. year have two same, different yeah. teams every year play in, the, in this game. But the, the problem that we'll see how they deal with it, it was easy with the White Sox because the White Sox are right up the, you know, they're, they're just north of where they played that game. So it wasn't too bad for them to play there one game and then go to Chicago for the next two games. But to, if you have like, you know, two two teams from California it might be tough, but I, they can figure it out, like figure out this or something. Yeah. But yeah, it, I really enjoyed it. I, especially with them wearing the old, old looking uh, uniforms, yeah, which is cool. Although the new, the city jerseys for the white Sox this year, are beautiful. Oh yeah. I haven't seen those. The, the South side ones. I think I showed. Oh them. yeah. Yeah. Okay. Pins, yep. Yeah. Those are great. Yeah. Those are. Yeah. Like the, as we talked, I, I think one of our earlier episodes with the, the Boston, the, the marathon uh, jersey that the Red Sox came out with. It, at first, it took a little. It grew uh, on you, though. Yeah. It, yeah. At first, I was like, wow, that's a lot of yellow. But it, I, I do like that. And I, I always love when um, they, they do more jerseys. Yeah, that's why I and I. I'd prefer if the Celtics did more stuff like this, because I feel like every year the NBA you know, special edition jerseys come out and there's teams like, for example, Miami, they do the pink and blue and it's very cool. And every year for Boston, it's just green and white in a different way. Yeah. If they could find something to be inspired by to change it up. They try to be, they try to stay too traditional. Like go out on a limb, make, make a, a drastic change for just like Jersey. Oh, at Boston subway. And it's like all gray with red or something. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, they and come up with a different design, and it, you'll make more money. I'll buy I, those jerseys. Yeah, yeah, that's I, what like football. Oh, I don't understand football. They they're real strict on that. They only let them do like so many jerseys a year. 
Yeah. And I'm excited to see what teams bring the old school stuff back. Ari, some yeah. are. I yeah. really would love if the Titans did the Oilers stuff. So we we've heard rumors that they they might bring back the like the, the early '90s Patriots jerseys. You know, the one going that into the late 2000s. Or, or sorry, early 2000s. I meant. Yeah. Which I those are my favorite. Those in the the red old school. I do like the the ones they have this year for their regular jersey like yeah which are like the old color, color rush. rush from a couple yeah. years ago yeah. yeah those look I, I like those so okay back to the red Sox, huh nice try trying to get me off the red Sox. what uh, a good little Emmy and adam guy. pay you pay you to do that uh so chris sale made his debut after a very successful rehab down uh so he had a couple games in single a then he pitched in portland and then he pitched a couple games in worcester or for worcester one was in worcester one was on the road with worcester and then he made his debut this this past saturday with the Sox. he went five innings which is five innings he gave up two home runs to back-to-back home runs but overall he was he looked really good he was crisp and i just the problem i have right now is the Pretty much, that's a quality start for a pitcher right now is five innings, which, which is, is very annoying, ridiculous. Yes. Um, there, as we saw that the week last weekend and the and the week following, uh, leading up to this weekend with the Orioles, the bullpen was so tired because they've been overused. Because every pitcher goes like five innings, and then you're digging into the yep. bullpen. And and Matt Barnes had a few bad. I think he had three losses last week. He's tired. He got finally they got to get some rest this weekend. And they so Ottavino and Matt Barnes didn't pitch until Sunday night and they looked rusty. So that's up to Alice Cora. He has to figure out, you know, when you're trying to rest guys, how much is too much rest? Because then they come back and they look rusty like they haven't pitched in two weeks. So yeah, there's a fine line. You can't overwork them. You got to keep them fresh enough, but uh, not rest them too much where they look uh, kind of, you know, out uh, of, Ottavino looked really shaky. He ended up leaving the game with a, he, he took a line drive off his shoulder or like the collarbone area. So he left the game and then Matt Barnes came in in the ninth. He was a little shaky to start off. But he ended up getting out of it um, unscathed. And so, I mean, just overall, the last week has been a little like, obviously, we got some wins, which is great, you know, sweeping. But a, a lot of we shouldn't be having the situation where we're in the ninth inning and we're up 10 and you're shaking like concerned because, like, yeah. all week it's like, oh, they're up five runs and then they lose by three. Like, yeah, that's like that game. They were, um, and even the one we scored a bunch of runs one, one. they won 14 to one. And I'm like, Oh, you know what? I think I can go to bed. And I wake up the next morning and I see they won 20 to eight. Right. Give up seven runs in the ninth. It shouldn't be. Yeah. And that was a trend that like all week before the Baltimore series. Although that, so pretty much they, they sent, uh, Phillips Valdez out there. They're like, you know what? We need to rest our bullpen. You're pitching no matter what happens. And they kept them out there and he gave up seven runs. But he didn't took we, one for did the it blow team. one or two games last week for us? Uh, he so Matt Barnes, 
last weekend. Blue game. He came in through one pitch, gave up a home run, lost the game against the Blue Jays. And then the next night he blew. Uh, I don't know if he blew the save, but he ended up with the loss. It might've been the same thing. I think he ended up giving a home run in, in the eighth inning. Yeah, that's what was different the next day. He gave it up in the eighth inning, and so he ended up getting gave it a little earlier. So but it wasn't a walk-off that time. Yeah, uh, I would just say an improve an improvement on this team, but now it's just the concern of we we got our hitting back, getting that in that rhythm again, but we just need to be able to hold on to leads. There's yeah, a lot they, of so, Celtics in the third start, quarter. Um, they're starting a three-game series with the Yankees. It's uh, a double day night doubleheader tomorrow they might be getting uh chapman back they've been without him and the 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 bullpen has been blowing it for them yes they uh so that happened over the week but then they i think they they blew one and then they ended up coming back and winning but overall so their bullpen's a little shaky their starting pitch has been a little shaky um we got to take it to them the next next two days, the three games they're playing against them. Keep this uh, momentum going. You know, they won three in a row. Got to keep it going and and uh, build, put a bigger cushion between them and the Yankees. And then it'll just whatever happens with the Rays happens. We still have enough games with you don't know, Tampa Bay that they can take care of themselves yeah. against them. We don't want to be in a situation where it's going down to the, you know, last week and well, putting ourselves yeah. in a situation where we have a rough week. Yeah. Where we, where we're watching and we're like, Oh, every, every pitch is crazy. All right. So, and so Chris sale, we talked about, we talked about Tampa Bay. We talked about the Yankees. All right. So, okay. I guess I can start talking about something else. So we'll, we'll go to, we'll save the Patriots for last. We'll, we'll go to the yeah. Celtics summer league. Which, which were, their championship is undefeated. They're, do you know? Actually, I didn't get a chance to look. Do, are they playing in the championship game tomorrow night? Yes, against the Kings. Against the Kings. Okay. Are, are the Kings also undefeated? I believe so, but I think I saw that one of their main guys for the summer league is going to be suspended for it because he like headbutted someone or something like that. Oh. So. Well, we're missing. Uh, is Pritchard coming back for this game? I you know? think I saw that he was, yeah. Okay, yeah. So Peyton Pritchard missed the last game, but they were able to um to to w- still win, and and Peyton Pritchard went and played in a pro am like Isaiah Thomas did, and Isaiah Thomas dropped how many points? Eighty one. Eighty one. So that's Peyton pretty Pritchard good. But said, then Peyton Pritchard said, "You know what? You're old. I can do better than that." And he dropped ninety. Poor guy. Ninety. One or two. One of those, yeah. yeah. I think it was two. Oh, so, he got some some balling in out in Oregon, yeah. and I also I believe he even with missing that game is still leading the summer league on the Celtics with most points, and then yeah, e. Smith is behind so him. The the guys that have been on the team, you know, last year and the last couple of years, Carson Edwards had a really good summer yeah. league. He uh, also Aaron did his Smith. first year and then did nothing. Yeah. But hey. Yeah, they so I I know I was watching. So it was kind of weird when when they had the summer league games on. Like a couple of them they had on 
you could watch on NBC Sports Boston, and they weren't at. So the Celtics commentators weren't at the game itself. They were watching off the TV and come. It, it was actually it was like Abby Chin and uh, Scal were just kind of talking about the game. They really weren't calling it. Yeah, that's a so lot. Those of- were kind of a little weird. And then uh, I watched a couple of the games on the ESPN broadcast and they were saying, you know, Carson Edwards is on kind of on the bubble to make the team this year, but they believe he's shown a, enough uh, that someone will end up picking him yeah. up. And Ro- Romeo was looking good. Yeah, Romeo. He had that crazy dunk. Oh yeah. That he looked at, you know what the, the, um, I, I don't know how to say his name yet. The, the guy that just drafted from France, he actually looked pretty good. He had, a, he had a good scoring game last week. He's very athletic. He he can get some ups. He made a yeah. couple blocks that I saw. And Neesmith has been great. He's continuing yeah. that. Yeah, his, uh, his uh, he's upward. A, he's a pretty trajectory good trajectory from last year. Pretty good shooter. Yeah, it took a little bit last year. Yeah, that was halfway through the season before we, we started. We drafted him as a knockdown shooter, and mainly what he did for us was defense. So it's good to see that he's getting that shot in more. Because, like, especially when we were relying on Romeo to keep making those corner threes in the playoffs and he wasn't, it would be yeah. nice if we can get Neesmith to get stuff Thanks rolling. It looks like he's more of a slasher. You know, he's going to he, even, you know, so when the game that Pritchard wasn't there, he was he was playing point guard a bunch of it that I saw. He doesn't look smooth handling the ball coming yeah, up. Romeo, he's more of a gritty guy. Yeah. Uh, that guy that's going to get in the paint, be a defensive pest, and be physical. Very athletic, but he did. He didn't look very good handling the ball. Uh, Neesmith, I was very impressed with Neesmith, and, and Neesmith and Pritchard definitely are just kind of built that. on what he did for us earlier in the season. You know, everyone was high before on before he him. got hurt. And then, uh, yeah. So, um, what do you think of the Dennis Schroeder? signing um well when i first heard about it i wasn't exactly thrilled that we were getting him because he had a rough season last year but when you put it into how much we're paying him it's a good it's a really good steal and especially with how much he wanted to make i think that can light a fire under him as well and hopefully we can get oklahoma city dennis schroeder who is a fantastic player sixth man of the year and whether he starts or smart, you know, we'll see. Either way, I think that this can all be a very big positive for Schroeder. And he even can get paid. He, when he was in Atlanta, he was, I thought he was pretty good. Good as well. He, yeah. Definitely a, a pain in our butt. Yeah. But he definitely him. got that elevated, like he had a spot on OKC. And- so this could go two ways. I see it. One, he has something to prove. He wants to make that big contract next year. He plays unbelievable. And, you know, we benefit or not. We I'm not on the team. The Celtics benefit from him playing unbelievable. But also it could be where he needs he in his head thinks he needs to put up all these numbers so he can get this contract that maybe he ball hogs a little bit and he doesn't play the way he should play. Because he's I, trying to get, and that that's not going to be good. If he's taken away from Tatum and Brown to try and pad his own stats, that that's not going to go well. I don't think so, 
I mean, it's possible, obviously, but like even, you know, games last season where it was, you know, really reliant on him being that guy when AD and LeBron was hurt, he was still kind of, he wasn't, he was still trying to be the top scorer, but he wasn't, you know, trying to Kobe last game and just take the ball every time. So, and that's, he's not, I think that is the other problem is that coaching of the Lakers were trying to make him something that he's not. As like a player, he's more that guy that he can get you a lot of points, but he's also that well-rounded guy that can help elevate other people. Yeah, and they had, um, so they brought they brought him into the Lakers to try and fill Rondo's spot, and it didn't work out very well. So hopefully, I just wonder, you know, he's very similar to Marcus Smart. Yes, uh, he's that pest. He's a, a point guard. But I, I'd say he's a better, he's Marcus Smart, but better at scoring. Yes. Yeah. He's a better shooter. Or if we need him a to more, get more you know, 30 points. You figure Marcus Smart has those games where, you know, he, he lights it up from three. And that's, that's part of the problem. When he has those games, then he, then he it, always yeah. thinks he's just one basket away from lighting, catching himself on fire, on fire yeah. you know? And uh, so, I don't know. It'll be they have interesting to replace to the rim from all the bricks he oh, hits off it. Yeah, it'll be interesting to see how they work um, both those players in together. Yeah, and also it, another positive is he seems to be very like he wanted to be in Boston. That he was excited to play for a team. He was saying he was excited to play for a team with this legacy and be able to show himself off here. You know, yeah, hopefully, that. hopefully it's. Uh, I, I'm. I was. I was hoping they were going to go after him anyway, but I don't when he, when he gave up the 84 million and you're like, what is he doing? And then he ends up signing with us for a little over five. That's yeah. Very big fumble to bag, but yeah. Um, so hopefully, like but I for the money, I'll definitely take both him. of us. We'll have to, um, we definitely need to get, uh, next week, get Scotty Duke's take on that. Cause he's a big basketball guy. And, but we so the guy that he's been saying yam yam Bader is that how you say it? Yeah, that's about yeah. Well, he ended up getting hurt. I think the last game, but I wasn't. He wasn't doing much anyway. Press with him. I think he had a like one of the first games. He had a very bad field goal percentage. I really wasn't keying on him, and I'm sure Scotty Dukes has watched those games and really was keying on him. So I I mean maybe he he can tell us more of what. You know, I mean, raw potential, it's there, but, you know, we'll see what happens. Yeah. I was impressed with the, the kid they just drafted. So, uh, I do like that. Yeah, the young guys are looking good. I I want to say that we should be a better team this year than we were last, but, I mean, we'll see. It's kind of one of the – we'll have to see. I mean, even last year, the first, like, month, we were, like, the best team in the NBA, and then we obviously dropped off, so – it's going to take time to really know what this team's identity is going to be. Uh, I'm still excited. I, I don't think like we're going to be champions or anything, but just to see oh, something yeah, built and it, see. I mean, last year, look what happened. There was all, all these injuries. So you, you, I think, yeah, maybe you don't go into the season being the best team or the team to beat for the championship, but you got to, you got to play good and you never know when that opportunity is going to come. So you figure that the last two yeah, seasons, last- Last year completely opened up. Yeah, they they 
should have been right there. They, well, I mean, I guess they did lose Jalen Brown. So that's a little yeah, bit of, if we, if we played better last year and Jalen was healthy, we could have definitely gotten to the conference finals again. Yep. But I feel like that's a lot of the last few years with us where the expectations aren't very high other than like the year with Kyrie Hayward when we were stacked yeah. and we yeah. underperformed. But whenever the expectations seem to be low for a season, we always seem to overachieve them. And like we get really close to going to the finals and then we don't get there, but you you can't be that upset because you didn't expect them to get that far anyways. So. Right. I think last year was a disappointment because they were expected to be. Yeah. The, yeah. The, the what. The years we're expected to be good, we don't do good. Yeah. So I'm I can't wait to see the preseason games to see how they're gonna fit everyone in. And I'm 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 part of me thinks that Brad Stevens isn't done with uh making some moves, but it definitely looks like he is looking to next off season to do something because most of the contracts they have right now are just one year deals. They're, or they're on their last year. That's where all the things seem to be aligning. But right. I mean, who knows? It's all speculation. It'll be interesting because that you know, there's been you know, Marcus Smart's on his last year. There's been reports that he's going to be signing an extension, but then I haven't heard anything in a week since they. Yeah. I mean, for God's sake, a month ago, everyone expected him to be gone. So. Right. So he's obviously I mean, not the biggest. That, um, uh, Siakam rumors are out there. Yeah, which is a interesting one. He's one of those guys I don't really know how I feel about right now. If he was told me this two years ago, I'd be really excited. But right, he's had a rough. Yeah, yeah. that's he that's like how I felt also because yeah. he was an um, I don't know if you say elite, but he was pretty close to being an elite. Yeah. He player. was an all star, and then the the year after they won the championship, the regular season he peaked. Looked like one of the best players, and then the playoffs came, and he just not not Ben Simmons awful, but he was pretty. It was pretty close. He at least scored some points, but he wasn't running away from the ball in the fourth quarter, at least. Yeah, it was. Yeah, and this season another interesting. So uh, one of the games the the Celtics played was against the Seventy Sixers, and they they were talking about Ben Simmons. What does does he show up to camp? And if he does, what are they going to do? They really need to. The the powers to be in Philadelphia, they think they're going to get something for him. That's the problem. Right. Simmons agent and Simmons both are ready to move on. The 76ers are both are also ready to move on. But their view of what they think they can get is much higher than anything that's going to happen. They could have had a deal done weeks ago, but they've been overblowing overblowing and what's probably going to happen is they're going to want him gone last minute and they're going to take something dumb and it's just going to yeah. be a James Harden rocket I mean, trade at, debacle at this point you if if a team can can come to them with a bunch of nothings to add up to his contract just so you can you know you you get these guys maybe you wave them or whatever but you don't have to eat that whole contract. Like maybe you get a couple guys you can actually use. And then the other ones, you just let them go. And At least you like get, they're only going to get contract for big contract guys. They're not going to get people that are performing like maybe poor Zingas or something, a guy that's getting a lot of money, but really isn't, you yeah, know, and least, just like the, 
the Clippers trade, they gave away two good players for Bledsoe, who's probably just around both of those players' level, but it was just because his contract was really big. Yes. That's that's the problem with the NBA is you have to you have to come within a certain percentage of the of the money to be able to make a trade. You can't just so you can't just send a send a thirty five million dollar year guy for you know so maybe like Neesmith, someone sees him is like oh he looks like he's pretty good he could I'd love to have him right now but he's only you know he's making uh, less than ten million. So it doesn't match up that maybe they should change that rule. So people can um, change scenery a lot easier. Yeah. That's all that players need is to go to a different franchise and uh, a different coach, try a different, you know, right. And happens. So they can all different go up to those money expectations that they're given when they're given big contracts and are underperforming because then it, puts a handicap on them to move somewhere where they can improve to make their, you know, presence worth the money. Yep. So it just kind of throws a wrench and stuff when bad contracts happen like that. I mean, yeah, it bites you in the ass. Like it, yeah, sure. Like they deserve to get screwed because they make good dumb rules and, you know, give someone a lot of money that doesn't deserve it. But I still don't understand what they were thinking. They, he never showed. He since, since he rookie good, year, Ben good, hasn't done anything. A good, def, uh, based on improvement. Defender, I mean, and he was he was a good distributor, and could go to the basket. He he didn't show signs that he was going to be a good shooter. I have watched three years in a row off season shooting clips of Ben Simmons. Like this off season, working with Rajon Rondo. I've seen it. Twice before, I don't believe a damn thing because he doesn't even try to attempt to take the shots in there. He's yeah. maybe he has it, but he has some sort of mental thing where it doesn't click with him and he doesn't thing, believe in it. You know, the, he has the yips that he and that's uh, is it Marcus Folk, Markel Fultz, Markel because that that was a whole mess Same too thing. where they had yeah. to change his entire jump shot. Yeah, and he hasn't got to try, he's, he can't get much worse. So it, you should try something drastic at this point. Yeah, because I think they even had Markel shoot with his other arm. Yeah. And he start, He actually was, at the beginning of the season, he was playing decent, like, as a solid role player, and then obviously tore his ACL. But yeah. Of, you know, that's been a mess. But they just got to do – he can be – Ben Simmons can be a great defender that can be good for other teams. But if he wants to be a star, they got to figure something out to make him – be able to be an offensive threat <laughs> right because his only thing he can do is dunk and you know lay it up there's nothing else there all right that leads us to the patriots preseason game number one one of three there's only three preseason games now very exciting they so they started cam which it's it's so weird it we've watched some some games around the league over the weekend and and some teams aren't starting any of their starters. Yeah. Like the Cleveland game made. Yeah. Nobody. It was like, um, probably their third receiver started. And like, we had a lot of people running backs. Yeah. yeah. We went, usually you see, you know, a couple series and that's what happened with the Patriots. So Cam Newton 
started. He had two series out there with with all the starters, and it looked like it looked like last year. Yes, what I'm saying. Um, it wasn't like the worst of the worst, but it wasn't you know an improvement. Right. It was then, just he was a quarterback. Jack Jones came in, and the te- the whole tempo changed. 100%. That was like life brought into the... Yeah. Um, so, if he continues to do this, Bill's going to have a... And I'm not saying he was like Patrick Mahomes out there. Oh, but right. He's... When you go from watching Cam Newton to him, there was an obvious difference. Unless... I mean, it's, it's possible they're going to use both of them if, if they, they want to have Cam go out there and run or try to run and you know do the uh the option or do something like the baltimore's done a lot with uh lamar and what's their backup i can't remember his name right now uh drafted by the redskins he was really good then got hurt oh (laughs) but yeah you you know who i'm talking about i'm sure i'll Uh remember in like 20 minutes i could just look it up obviously but also, Cam came out today and said that, according to Belichick, Belichick has said nothing about who the starter is or anything like that. So it's still, you know, so maybe not in Belichick's mind, but to the team, there's still an option. Okay. That, it just, they looked like two totally different teams out there. Oh, yeah, there's Trace McSorley, but, uh, oh, did they get rid of him? Oh, is was, uh, was RG... RG3, there you go. Yeah. yeah. But they're doing a lot of different plays. Like they had him and they're running back out there and they have the option plays and stuff. So we could do something like – and we were doing, uh, you know, middle season, we were doing a lot of plays with Cam Edelman and uh, Nikhil Harry where they'd like fake to toss to Edelman and Edelman would run it to Harry and oh, stuff. That's and a, those... it, there's a lot of gimmick plays, it seems. And yeah. I – don't think you win very often when you would if you're doing that all the time. Yeah, if you do it, you know, once a game. But I, there was a lot of points where we were doing it like five times a game because we had nothing and all we had was a decent run. Be interesting if something. they give Mac Jones a chance to start one of these last two games to see I how mean, he would. Is would you personally want them to just start Mac Jones week one? I've yes, just turn the page. Cam Newton is not our future. Let's find out if Mac Jones is. And I mean, you, examples like if the Chargers started Herbert week one, they could have possibly scratched into the playoffs. I mean, nope. he was an absolute stud ready to go immediately, but they waited until the doctor tried to kill Tyrod Taylor to put him <laughs> in. Yeah. I mean, long. I get it either way. Cause a lot, it, it seems to be a lot of rookies like Baker's first year. He started like week seven or whatever, and they like won every game after that. But they had already dug themselves a big hole. Um, the Broncos obviously he's, he didn't have a Drew Lock didn't have a good season last year, but that uh, year too when he started at the middle of the season, he was having some really good games and they're winning. So I'd prefer if that didn't happen. I'm fine with them giving Cam a week or two, and if it doesn't work out, I'd want them to just move on. Yeah, I mean. As long as they're gonna have a quick trigger with Cam, correct. I don't mind That's them starting him. Yes. 
Like, I need there to be a hot seat on Cam to where if he makes mistakes and we're not winning, he's out like that. If we, if Bill's still trying to hold on and it's week seven and we have two wins and he decides to change the Mac, well, this will be a good, we'll, we'll see what, um, what happens this week with the preseason game. They're, they'll be playing the Eagles and they're, I'm pretty sure they're going down and doing the uh, practices with them. So that you, they get to see a lot with that when, when they're playing against a, another team, you know, they play against their defense for, you know, a f- few weeks in training camp and one Patriots have a pretty good defense. So yeah, that's another thing that's hard really to good defense and not every other team out in the league is going to be like that. And they actually have a pretty soft start. That's a, you know, everyone's like, Oh, we don't, that we hear on the on the other radio stations, they they talk about. Well, I don't think Belichick wants him to go up against Brady in Week Four. So, if Cam is just horrible, you just wait until Week Five because you don't want to have him go up against Brady head to head. No. Well, that'd be that would be rough if they put Mac Jones' first game against Brady. Right. So, so that's why I'm saying give Cam two weeks maximum if he's underperforming. You put back in week three. Belichick has always said he's doing what's best for the team, but I don't know. I he really has his eye, or everyone believes he has his eye on Shula's record for most wins, and he feels that's why he had Newton last year. He thought that he's gonna get more wins out of him. I don't, I don't know if he's putting what's best for the team first. I think he's looking for himself. He's like, okay, Cam may not be the best in the long haul, and he's going to keep the kid on the bench just because he thinks he has a better chance to win, you know, squeak out a win. It's not going to be pretty, but he may be able to squeak out a win with his defense instead of giving the kid reps. Because that was like last year. Why – Stidham didn't play almost at all last year. I think he came. Well, well he played against the, the Chiefs and sucked ass, but yeah. And that was because Cam was out. But I think that was, that might have been that. That was kind of the last like straw with him. Yep. Because those, even when we put him in against the Jets uh, 2019, and he instantly threw a pick six and they had to put Brady back in. So any potential he's had, the second he's been put in a, actual NFL game situation. He just got cold feet and threw quite a bit. Of, he had like one good uh, touchdown in that Chiefs game, but it it was rough. And I think that is kind of Belichick's. But I think I'd rather roll the dice on Mac and, you know, see if he can be a Justin Herbert or maybe, who knows, maybe he sucks. But I'd rather them roll the dice and figure it out, maybe even, you know, not to turn around the season, but at least if we know by the end of this season, if Mac Jones is it or not, we can have a better direction for our future. Right. Because if we keep Cam in like the whole year, mediocre season, you know, have win like seven, eight games, and then they say, all right, we're done, and we move on to Mac next season, and, oh, Mac Jones wasn't all that, then we're in an even worse spot. So that's the problem. If if they're going to keep – Cam as the starter, what happens in practices is Cam, if they're preparing for a game, Cam's getting most of the reps in, in uh, practice. And there's not much to be built on. 
Right. So you can't really build on it for the kid. So you're slowing down his pro his progress because he's not going to get enough time. I it's like take take the lump and they have a pretty easy schedule to start off, except for that game against Tampa Bay. Well, so they have they play I think week three is New Orleans. Which I personally New Orleans is probably gonna suck this year, if I'm being honest. But why would they be that much worse just if I mean Breeze was hurt a lot last year and missed missed a bunch of games, so they still made they what they yes, were, but I'm, I'm saying I'm offensively the, they don't have a good quarterback. See, there's a problem with Michael Thomas where they're not sure if he's playing or not. One of the their other receivers retired and they let go of another one, so they don't really have a receiving core. So the offense is much worse. Other than I mean, Kamara can obviously carry them on as their back, yeah, his back if he has to. But I mean. With running backs in the NFL, who knows? He could be out for the season at week three. Um, so, I, you know, I don't see them making the playoffs this year. I could be completely wrong, but that's just how I feel. But just looking at the Patriots' schedule, if we're, say, compared to last year, if we're even a semi-decent team like we were last year where we were okay, there's no reason why we shouldn't win at least 10 games. We have a really simple, easy schedule this year. Yeah, if they if they just have decent quarterback play, they're going to be in the run for the AFC East. Yes, like so, it was a tight race last year where yeah, it was a lot of really great teams. I don't but... see Buffalo running away with it. They're not going to be a yes. a fourteen and three team. In some of those teams last year, I don't think the Steelers are going to be as good because they have a hard schedule now. I think they're not going to be very great and be in that race. The Colts, I mean, who knows? Uh, the Dolphins are, it's 50-50. They could be really good or really bad. So there's a lot of those teams where I feel like it's not as certain. There's always that one team that comes out of nowhere and is a threat, but I feel like it should be an easier way to get in the playoffs this year than it was last year. Yeah, which I'm still surprised. I, I thought for sure the Colts were going to pick up Rivers when he said he wasn't wasn't sure he wanted to stay retired. I thought that was an opportunity for them to pick him up since they they don't have a quarterback right now. Yeah, because I mean I don't I'd say you know the only locks I'd have are Chiefs, Bills, Browns, and I'm sure there's another good team I can't think about right now. The Ravens. Yeah, they took, but they took a pretty big. The Ravens too could be a fifty-fifty-ish yeah. team. The Titans are I'm a little uncertain on. Uh, Tannehill didn't have as good as a year last year. I could see him f- faltering. Uh, yeah, I yeah, mean it, it should be a lot yeah, more. Open. Running backs are a big wild card. You know, Derrick Henry could go down week. And I also season. they're still gonna be good, but I feel like the Chiefs aren't gonna have as dominant as a year after. I feel like it's gonna be kind of an effect of previous really good teams like the Rams. After they're in a Super Bowl where they get kind of exposed, where they're going to have some struggles. Oh, speaking of the Rams, so I, I think I saw this correctly. I actually want to check it up. Check right it up. I'll talk about random stuff for another uh, fifteen seconds. Okay. Uh, but yeah, I think it's totally possible for us to make playoffs. I think that should be our peak expectations for this season. 
at least before it starts. If Mac has an incredible start, then yeah, we should have higher expectations. But that's where I'd put us at. And I, I once again feel like it should be easier. Um, you know, there's teams that are going to be struggles, but we're not even playing many of them until obviously we get into the playoffs. So, yes. I mean, Miami. It it so the L.A. Rams are not going to be starting their starters in any of the preseason games. That's they very have, interesting. They have a new quarterback. Well, yeah, they got um, Stafford. Yeah, I almost said Stidham. Which is very interesting. I don't understand that. That's a weird. Yeah, I understand you don't want to. I mean, they they can get hurt in in practice. Yeah, Which I, guess, I mean, I, uh, I kind of get it because the Rams have struggled a lot with injuries, but and Stafford too. But just throwing Stafford in week a, one without any a, real experience is weird. Yeah. Oh, speaking of so speaking of injuries in practice, is so Henry got hurt. Now I heard uh, uh, Smith is the hurt other tight end, and Lacoste got hurt. Oh, so tight. Luckily, I did see Henry, like, at worst, he'd come back, like, week one. But it's expected he could play the third preseason game or maybe even this week if it's really good. But it shouldn't be too bad. I don't know about those other two. I did when I was uh, out on the golf course today. And there was the injury scare in the preseason game. But it's football. It's, you go out yeah. there and hit. I I think more people get hurt from not practicing. Like the players that that hold out, they always seem to have something go wrong with them. Because that's yeah, like a, Melvin Gordon. Yeah, um, it's happened many times in the past where a player holds out. They don't get the practice that they they need. Yeah, and I think it's also not, like, like um, a game that you can just say, oh yeah, I just need a couple, you know, a couple at bats, and I'll be fine. It's, it's the wear and tear and yeah. I think it's your body has to take good it. to get a little bit of because even look at someone like Saquon where he's been hurt a lot. He's you know has a year off and then he starts comes back like week three and he's instantly hurt again because he's just jumping right back in and you know obviously you're against tougher competition where you know people getting that are more really that. trying to hit you too. Correct. You no know, practice. They're going full speed to a point, I think, you know, and, you know, the you're practicing against your defense and against your offense, you know, they they might the the coaches are going to blow the whistle quick if something, you know, but in a real game, if the refs don't blow the whistle, people are coming and making that extra hit and that's you never know. So I think I think not playing in a in a regular season or a preseason, pre-season game. That's, game. That's very, um, well, we'll see. Cause they yeah. definitely fell off since they've, they were in the Super Bowl. Yeah. I think they should be better this year with Stafford. Cause oh, I, yeah. 100%. even when they went to the Super Bowl, I had no belief at all in Jared Goff. But I mean, who knows with injuries? Yeah, that that's was pretty much the defense everything. carried them there. He'll yeah. have, when, when he's not playing against the, Good defense, he can put up some decent numbers, but when whenever he has a good defense against him, oh, man, the lines are gonna suck. Oh, I know. So, yeah, they, I just they're doomed. They're, the only they're thing that was keeping them together was Matt Stafford. Yeah, 
They lost Marvin Jones to the Jaguars. They have like that, the good rookie running back that dropped that wide open pass in the end zone. That's like the. Speaking of the Jaguars, we saw the Trevor Lawrence uh, make his first preseason start. And oh, 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 oh. Breaking news. Yeah, at least we were actually on air this time. Marcus Smart, four year, $77 million extension. Oh, so he did get that. Was the, the numbers rumored out there? Wow. I, oh, I see, this is what happens. We, we do the show later. So we're uh, not only are we thin with uh, not many people this week, but we had to start late. Usually we try to record this around five o'clock tonight. Yeah, you can tell by my background. Seven. It's not exactly five o'clock. Yeah. Um, so we finally get some breaking news. On, so Marcus Smart, how, four years? Was it four years, 77 million? I think it could have been. Yep, four years. Wow. Interesting. Yeah. I mean, you, you heard us 20 minutes ago talk about how we didn't think that was going to happen. So, but I know maybe that, maybe that vision we thought there was, maybe it isn't there, but who knows? Uh, that <laughs> glad we were able to end this off with actually being able to catch something instead of so now, us putting this out here right when it happens to, and everything we talk about. Their, the contracts they have because it definitely looked like they were looking to get rid of money at the end of next season to make room for a big splash and free agency. I wonder how unless they just hit him with a a trade next year. Well, that I guess if they signed, if it, if it was going to be a trade situation, they would have done us just a sign and trade. trade. I I don't think they'd announce that they signed them and then get and say, Oh, we just, we just traded them. So that's uh, what do you say is worth that money though? I was just so it's just short of 20, 20 million. I, um, I think that's fair. Maybe a little overpay, but yeah, he's given a lot to us. I, I guess it's you're <laughs> so you didn't you didn't get a hometown discount, but because you like the player and he's gritty for you, you give him a little extra. That's that's kind of he looked, gave his yeah, he gave his it looks like it's like a reverse hometown discount. Yeah, uh, I mean, it's not like we hate Smart or anything. Right, he's been good for us, but you know, yeah, if I, I know a lot of people get mad when he shoots too much, and it does bug me from time to time. But and, I have, and I'm glad I don't have to watch him on another team because if we had to, I know damn well if we were playing him on a different team, he'd be like my least favorite player in the league. <laughs> yeah, so. yeah, he's definitely one of those guys that. You'd love him when he's on your team, and you probably would hate him if he's on another team. 100%. Yeah. Getting that seltzer in. Yeah. That, uh, hmm. Very interesting. But I guess they could, I don't know. I don't know what that, it'll be interesting to see what they say with the, yeah. when they talk to the reporters, what they're thinking there. Because yeah, I, I think he was making, he was making like seventeen or eighteen. Yeah, he was making. So it's only it's that a, big it's of a little bottle, bit but... of a raise, not probably right around you know inflation, I guess you would call it in the league. That that type of player that was making seventeen is now making twenty. That's so I guess that's probably um, a a decent contract, four years, 
he doesn't look like he's close to um, slowing down. But the problem with him is, you know, he does take a lot of hits. Although he yeah, does, I was does, gonna say this does dive a lot. Big and, contract, but he does get his nose and it gets sturdy, and he, you know, he he dives a lot and makes it look like he takes a lot more hits, but he still does take those hard hits. Yeah, even the flops, he's falling on the ground still. So right. Which a couple of times I've seen him flop and he actually gets hurt once he hits the floor. He's like, oh, <laughs> gets a little stinger. Yeah, I mean, he's great player. And, you know, if we ever do have a big, you know, championship run, he's definitely something that someone that you would want on that team yeah. to get yeah. those gritty plays, to keep you in it. But in the sense of trying to make a big splash, getting someone big, it is a little confusing. But we'll see what happens next offseason and how it goes this year. Yeah. And I'm sit. I I'm I'm interested to see with Schroeder and him on the floor at the same time because they they're both those type of guys that you don't like when they're on the other team. I I couldn't stand Schroeder when he was on the other team. He he's that the uh, um you know the the mosquito that won't go away. Yeah, yeah. But they're both really good defense and um couple of plays they picked up in their trades so far this year i've like this is another thing that i, would, I had talked to scotty dukes uh, a couple weeks ago when i was on he knows more about those players that they picked up that they it seems like they're very defensive oriented so yeah, it looks I like they're like gonna have a pretty good yeah, defensive team like we were talking about romeo and neesmith have been proven to be good physical yeah. guys so i i like this we kind of have a physical defense center team with Jalen and Tatum there to get the scores. Yep. So, uh, so I, I think exciting. But yeah, that's you have anything else to say to to wrap this show up? We're we're right about there. There's uh, nothing. Uh, hope hopefully we have more people next week. Yeah, next week um I believe we should have a full cast. I haven't seen any text saying anyone's out for next week you'll then, know when you know and then in two weeks the day so we will not be on memorial i mean labor day we're going to be the tuesday after labor day and we will have our fantasy draft special that night so if you want to know who not to pick you can listen to the show and do the total we, opposite of of what we do we'll hopefully have more all the belts out uh we're also dabbling with possibly doing some sort of live stream with a show. Hopefully that comes in the near future and we get more on that. Uh, a lot of that's update on Facebook and all that. So you know where to find us with our link tree. Yep. So in the bio on the Instagram page, you can find the link tree. Also it is on the Facebook page on my wrap ups. You can get to the link tree. If you click on the link tree, it will show us all. It will show you all the social media platforms. If you want to go, you can go directly to the show on YouTube, on our YouTube channel, which to get there, you can go on the internet and go to atbshow.com and that'll bring you right to our YouTube channel. And please throw some more subs on our YouTube. We've been growing a bit on social media and all that, but you know, want to build up the, the YouTube yep. too. We appreciate you all you subscribe, subscribe, share, comment, comment. give us any Definitely input, whether comment. it's awful input or what 
If you we'll take all this was it. the worst show we ever had, and we should never. You do think it we again. should never make a show again? I want you to tell us that. Yep. So comment on all on you know comment on the uh, the wrap ups that I do on Instagram and Facebook on YouTube uh, on our Twitter handle. Send us uh, DMs saying what you like, what you don't like, what you'd like to see more of, and uh, we we do read them and try to uh i know we've had a couple things where they've said that they we didn't talk enough red sox well i hope we talked enough this week because i had the rain so i think we did so we're good with the red sox this week definitely but if you if you if you comment it'll um we will read them we'll we're also looking in the future to possibly do some live shows so you'll be able to Watch us live, and I'm sure there'll be some way to interact and ask questions while we're on the air live. So look, look to that in the future. Um, so for this week, that's going to do it. Uh, look for, for this late edition week uh, for little shoes and rubber shoes. This is Billy Rubber Shoes Corey, and we'll see you next week.